You are now listening to Kindred Spirits Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. And welcome into Kindred Spirits here on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Woo. John, Hi. welcome into the show. Hi. How are you? Are you do- <laughs> I hope you are. Uh, I hope... I hope you're doing okay, man. I'm not. Um, I'm not. Had a, you've had a you've had a rough go. Of I've it. had a rough go of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna share my story for those of you who are not listening, uh, watching live. I have been sick in bed with an ailment for about uh, a month, uh, and with like two days in the middle of that where I played softball, where like things were good, and I was like, I'm better, and then I wasn't, and then it was back to the same, and and then like yesterday, I was like, I'm finally over that hill, man. I'm back. I'm myself. I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna I'm gonna see the sun. I'm gonna listen to some birds. Uh, and then today I got COVID. So now I'm back in the hole. Uh, the sun was brief and fleeting. The the, the warmth of on my face uh, was nice. But now I'm back to the hole. And uh, and I gave it. Either my kid has it. I don't know if it's she gave it to me or I gave it to her. Either way, we thought I thought that the Hoffman DNA was somehow like. Like mutant, like like adamantium to my body, but apparently not. We uh, we apparently get it too. So, just wish me luck. I feel like butt, but uh, butt is better than hospital. Cross your fingers. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you are vaccinated, which is good. Get seven thousand times. Everybody. I've got all the vaccines. I've got all of them. Yes. You name it. Yes. Yes. Like Pokemon. Well, I, I do them hope all. you feel better. Yes. Thank you. We. We we appreciate you soldiering through this podcast as we uh, we have some games to talk about with the Washington Spirit and some other off the field news, some signings. Uh, it's it's not it's not it's going to be a bit bit of a downer end to the live stream because we got to talk about again uh, the Spirit. Uh, what's that? I said another downer on the Spirit podcast. I, that sounds another downer. That sounds impossible to see. I can't imagine that's true. Yes, uh, please, please, everybody, go recover uh, the seven players from the. Team who have been called in the national team would have been that game up, but everyone else, please recover, please get better. Uh, the Spirit have one more game coming up um, against Louisville, but uh, they played two games this past week: uh, Wednesday against the Chicago Red Stars, and uh, Saturday against North Carolina Courage. Uh, the Red Stars game um, went, I think, about as well as you could expect. The team heavily rotated their team. Uh, I think it was only Ashley Hatch, I believe, was like those your sort of regular attacking starter of the sort of trio. Uh, uh, both Ashley Sanchez and uh, Trinity Robin were off the bench, uh, and it showed teams struggled mightily to kind of hold on to the game. Uh, Chicago dominated most of the first half, um, and uh, but they came out unscathed in this game, um, and they came out zero zero. And then they threw on their attackers; they looked much better. Uh, I believe Trinity Robin had a had at least one or two good opportunities for this team, um, and I believe uh, the big save there was a big play, uh, big breakaway for Ashley Hatch where she narrowly buries it, uh, and it was just saved by the keeper. Um, I think it would have been incredible if this team had managed to get three points out of this game. Uh, this is just it, it hasn't just been the 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 stretch of games. Uh, this team has been truly snake bitten. I think they've had moments, they've had opportunities to go in and, and pick up points, pick up three wins. You talk about the Orlando game where they like literally just ran out of gas on the field, gave up two goals, but usually you do expect to hold on to a game like that. Um, it's just been a, a, a rough go of it. And, you know, I don't think the 0-0 draw is necessarily a bad result, all things considered. But uh, you would have hoped maybe, you know, you get through that first half, you're able to bring on some more starters, and then you can use those, you know, fresher legs to punish a team. Um, I think they could have looked at that. They can. You can sort of look at that as 
a fair result, but man, we, we had an opportunity here maybe to pick up three points. And we were looking at these the stretch of games and saying which ones had to be the wins. And, you know, I think Segra is not helping. The schedule is super not helping. And I think you you can only do so much rotation. You Basically, you're, when you rotate like that, you are prioritizing your player's health over the result because Ashley Hatch has played with these players, but they're not going to have the same chemistry as when you have your first choice 11. It's never going to happen. You can replace one or two players in your 11 in a slight rotation and probably expect to do about the same, but you can't just flip the flip the whole table over and hope that you're going to be cohesive offensively. It's just not the case. These are players that are getting major minutes this year, early in the season, that last year got none, got a couple rookies that rookies that stayed on the bench like it's just it's a different ball game and chris ward is doing the best he can the players are doing the best they can they are zonked you can see it on the field you can see it in press conferences after the fact they're doing their best it's just nothing is not doing them any favors and uh chris ward and we'll talk about the we'll talk about the saturday game but in the post game chris ward was like uh somebody asked a question like does it feel good to sort of like you know you're finally through it a little bit uh all, all these games you got one more game and then a break He's like, uh, no, man. Like, the national team players are gone. We're we're not through it until the end of July, basically. Like this, like the, yeah. hell, hell is still here. So, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not chilling. Unfortunately, I'm just hoping that these players. He's like, and we can't practice this week. We've got six days mm-hmm. for the first time in a while. We have a full week between games, but these players just need to sit in like hyperbaric chambers. They can't. We can't train. We don't have enough players. Yeah. So you know, it's getting late early. I feel like, you know, we talk about the fact we look at their, the, their, the spot, their place in the standings and like, okay, they're doing a lot of draws. They're not losing games so much. They're still, they're still in the hunt and they are cause it's still early, but the, the challenge is the Calvary is not coming. Like, it's not like things are going to like, they're going to get back to full strength and be rested until like the middle of the summer, the end of the summer. And then you're, and then you're counting on them just to run roughshod. Which they can do because we saw them last year, but like mm-hmm. you can't bet on that. You can't you can't you can't hope that that's just they're just gonna turn into a different team when they get when they get rested. So it's it's rough, man. It's never easy to repeat, uh, and this is this is especially difficult. I I will say um, I think the the seven players going to the national team will get you know regular training sessions. They will not. They are part of a a team that is going to rotate probably pretty heavily. Um, I'm expecting that there will probably be at least a few players. Kelly O'Hare will probably feature out there for the team. Emily Sonnet will. Uh, Trendy Rahman, Ashley Sanchez, probably some bench players. Maybe they start some players. Uh, their first few matches are probably not going to be super intense matches. Their group their group stage matches are probably not going to be um, incredibly intense matches. There's probably really only going to be one or two games, uh, probably your, your semifinal and your final, where it's going to be super intense um, because this does serve, I believe this serves as world cup qualifying and it does serve as Olympic qualifying yep. as well. Yep. And I think in order to make the Olympics, I think you need to be in like the top two. I think you need to make the final if I'm, if I'm not mistaken um, to make the Olympics. So, um, or at least to guarantee your spot in the Olympics. So um, I think the group will probably be, I think they have a uh, Mexico in their group, which is probably the only real tough opponent and their other, the other opponents are, are not going to be as tough. So they, they should sail pretty quickly through qualifying. I don't think those games are going to be as intense as some other NWSL games. So I think by virtue of that, I think 
they'll be okay as long as nobody picks up any serious everybody knock on wood on that last point that Ted just made yeah because <laughs> those because if any of the attacking at the attacking three that are going get hurt uh they better look they better look to the transfer window they better they better look to make some yeah. signings well, they ought, and honestly they they, have, they might should anyway yeah and they have talked about apparently they are looking they are looking at the transfer window I believe I saw that they are looking to make maybe make some signings to bring some some talent in Got I think to. they definitely need to do that um definitely need to do that uh, let's, uh, let's, let's get into the heartbreak. <laughs> let's get into the heartbreak of the game. Um, they went against the North Carolina courage, uh, did not start well. There was a goal in the sixth minute in the 50th minute. Uh, they were down. They did not look, they looked at all. It was just like, I think maybe, you know, Chris Ward was hoping they rotate the lineup. Everything would be hunky dory. They would be at least more rested. Did not look the case. North Carolina looked like the better side. They also did not play on Wednesday again. Right. They had a full. They had a. They had a full, in the, the stupidity of this. They had, yeah. they had a full week. Chris Ward uh, ate their face off in the in the halftime talk, and then five minutes after the second half started, they, they conceded again. He looked at the he looked at the goal the the goal they conceded to Caroline. Uh, it was basically like individual individual error. Like and she just she just moved on, and then the finish was world class, and it was. Perfect finish. That she scored against uh, Washington in the Challenge Cup as well. Excellent player, mm-hmm. uh, just just fantastic player for for North Carolina. So good for them having having to sort of uh, make up for players who departed in the in the off season. But uh, yeah, after those two goals went in, and if you looked at the the looked at the club, like there were periods of the game, very brief periods where they were coming into ascendancy. Uh, towards the end of the first half, they were sort of I think that they had even they had even the game out a little bit, uh, but. Then there was a little bit of a, an upswing, and say, for instance, uh, the first goal. Uh, remind remind me how the goal number one. That wasn't the penalty. No, that was not the penalty. It was a very nice chipped uh, goal, I think, from Ashley Sanchez um, finding the ball in the in the box and chipping it over. So it was a, it was a really nicely worked goal from Ashley Sanchez. I believe that's what. <laughs> well, hopefully, I'm not remembering some other goal there. Um, did, and my internet. Did I yeah. did tell you the cool thing that I did uh, was. After the after they were up two one, no one's gonna care about this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. After they were up two one, I was like, the game is tilted. They're 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 for certain uh, gonna tie this game, and I was rushing to yeah. relog into my FanDuel app. I was like, tie, <laughs> tie, they're gonna tie, and then I didn't get it in, and then uh, the second goal scored. But yes, Ashley Sanchez scored in the 74th minute off of a Bailey Feist assist, uh, and then. Five minutes later, as I was furiously moving ten dollars from my PayPal account into FanDuel, uh, Ashley Hatch uh, converts a penalty, ties the game. At that point, I didn't get the bet, and I was like, you know what? Momentum is going that way. Uh, I'm going to go for the win. I think they're going to win. I'm going to put money on that. Uh, incorrect. Incorrect. Uh, did not happen. Uh, for once, once again, similar to the Orlando game, except for that game ended in a point. Heartbreak at the end. Uh, arms raised, looking for offsides that did not come. Uh, Kaylee Kurtz. I, I, some people. Go ahead. Some people were speculating there might have been handling on that on that last call. I saw some speculation for handling. I, I didn't get a good look at it. I tried to watch the replay a couple times. I did not see that. But it's okay. We can just put it in VAR, right? We'll just we'll just yeah, we'll, right. we'll go to VAR. VAR and then oh nope, it doesn't. So once again, uh, the spirit that I, I, as I was watching it, and I think and I, Ted, I think you tweeted like this team is. Gonna come back. This that that fight back showed you that the talent is still there when they are, <coughs> and that and that's on empty. They're on e down two on a turf field on a human night making that happen uh, with not almost a thousand minutes on their legs. However, that is a gut punch of a of a goal to give up 
from just from a mentality perspective, it's good that they have this break because they'll need it. Uh, Chris Ward said that, that the players did not want to hear about sort of moral victories and like the fight that they they're like they didn't want to hear that at all. Like they were pissed at what happened, and they and they should be right. They had it. The draw was you know not preferable, but it's better than a loss, and and that's just you know what happened. It's uh, it's <clears throat> good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's easier, I think, to come away from that thinking, well, we sh- we showed fight, and they've shown tremendous, a tremendous fight throughout this stretch. Um, th- this stretch could be a lot worse. Uh, they could be bottom of the table. They could be barrel. You know, they could be basically bottom of the barrel, like you know, f- with one win and like seven losses. But you know, they've managed to, I think, keep it at least where they can make a run uh, later in the season. I I think they're really targeting that last third of the season. It's why they withdrew uh, from the international champions cup. I think they're going to try to get through this middle third. Maybe we see a slight uptick as, you know, some of their more, uh, you know, their less experienced players, maybe get some rest or their, you know, more depth players finally get some rest. So they have fresher legs. They can maybe go for a little bit longer and you can sort of ease in your stars uh, into the game. Um, But I think, I think this is, I think this will be hopefully a much needed break for them. Maybe you can get some regular training sessions with players like Anna Halfordy, um, you know, while they don't have uh, the the sort of international uh, responsibilities. Uh, so I, I think this could still be a positive for them to sort of feed into that second half. Maybe they start picking up wins. They put themselves kind of near the playoff spot and then maybe they make a run. Um, I, I think there is a jeopardy, a chance of them um, potentially not getting a home game. I think a lot of people had high expectations for this team challenging for the top uh, of the NWSL. I don't think that's going to happen. I just think it's it's the nature of, of it is. They could still happen, but I mean, I think a lot of teams are going to have to sort of suffer and draw back. Uh, though Angel City, I think they're top of the league. I <coughs> just suffered a huge loss to Kristen Press. Um, and uh, Kristen Press also, despite really playing well, uh, apparently was left off the U.S. women's roster controversially before the ACL break. <laughs> Um, so that's, that's certainly something, uh, to, that's certainly something to watch, uh, especially, uh, it's a lot of talent on the U S team, but you think Christian press probably deserved a, deserved to call up. Yes. She now had the ACL tear, which is horrible. Um, but if Megan Rapino did, I am, if Megan Rapino got her call up, then Christian press should have gotten her call up. Oh yeah, absolutely. I didn't even see Megan Rapino was on the roster. Mm-hmm. That's, wow. That was um, apparently negotiated January of last year. Oh wow! Or January of this <laughs> year yeah, that, that, that she would be in on this. So that's that she, that's interesting. I I don't know if this is a swan song. Uh, it might be, but uh, either way. But this just just saw this tweet. Just want to share this tweet. I don't know if I can't verify veracity. I've not done my reporting here. Uh, this is from Woso Only for Me. Thanks on Twitter, talking to Jason uh, Anderson, taking out the players on the injury report and the eight internationals. I'm counting twelve Spirit players left on the roster. Staub, Elmer. Feist, Goff, Rotter, Alexander, Helferty, Brooks, Harding, Barnhart, Elwell, Bigelski. That's it. Uh, that's not enough players. So more. look for more replacement players, players that should not be necessarily on an NWSL roster to make up the, to make up the bench. They had to do this last year due to COVID, due to a bunch of other issues, due to injuries. Uh, that, that is not there. Uh, there aren't, there aren't a lot of goals uh, in that, in that number right there, uh, there just aren't, nor is there necessarily a really robust defense. So guys, you know, hang in there. 
<laughs> hang in there this month. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. They've got to just keep their heads above water. Draws, I think, are now your friends again. Draw, you're, we're looking for draws. Chris Ward has to, and and I'm sure he is. He's a smart guy. Maybe recalibrate sort of the like you know, not that I don't think he was trying for draws for all these draws that he's got, but like maybe setting out in a more conservative way. Uh, yeah, he. he he certainly did that for the Red Stars. Yeah. I mean, that was he was just holding on for dear life, hoping that Chicago didn't score. And then you see that they they will be here for next Friday, right against Louisville. They'll still be right. able to play, right? And then we have the break. I was trying to quickly pull up our schedule, guys. I'm on my cell phone right now. The internet here at my place was not great, so and I, I'm literally I can't even load Google right now. Fun times, fun times. <laughs> reminder of the players. <laughs> reminders of the players who are out who would be starters. Dorian Bailey would be starting. Cheekbone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Baggett would be starting. Horrible concussion. Still going to be probably out most of the year, according to Chris Ward, I believe. Uh, Cameron Bogowski in COVID protocol. Avery Collins probably wouldn't start. Uh, knee injury still from the previous year. Tory Huster out still all, and will be all season for Achilles. Tara McKeown, who would start, who would take Ashley, uh, Ashley Hatch's spot foot injury, I think is training. Uh, Gabby Vincent, a player who was brought in to basically be Andy Sullivan's replacement during international team duty. Has not been fit all year long. Has had a calf that started in preseason, and now it's June, and she's still not there. So these players, they I don't know. They got they got to put them in the the magic <laughs> the 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 back to tank from Mandalorian and get these players get these players alive because I don't know how they're going to make it otherwise. Yeah, I, th- I think you'll see. I mean, Terry McKeon would be a, a big a big get to get back into this back into this roster again. I think I think you got to. I think every Chris Ward, you just got to manage the best you can, and then you're targeting that last third of the season to really make a run um, into the into the final, uh, into the playoffs. Um, one more, I think, one more hit before we before we close this out. Unless you have anything else you want to drop. Uh, yeah, well, uh, it might be the thing that you're about to say, so you can go ahead and do it. Yes, yeah, we got the uh, new GM hire uh, replacement for Ben Olson, uh, Mark uh, uh, Krikorian. 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 Kikorian, Kikorian. Sorry, I want to make sure I get that right. Uh, he was previously a coach at Florida State. Has eleven Final Four four appearances in seventeen seasons. Uh, so apparently, this was you know this was a hire. Uh, they consulted the players. The in in WSLPA president Tori Huster was also consulted. Uh, a lot of people say this is a pretty good get. Um, he has been a, a very very successful coach. Um, you know, again, he is translating to a more of a GM role, uh, but was apparently pretty good at at. You know, acquiring players uh, did a really good job at Florida State. Apparently, left due to uh, disagreements with the uh, GM, the uh, sorry, the athletic director over at Florida State. Um, so, uh, a good hire for the team. I think it's a good a good get to get in and to sort of add to that sort of scouting network. Look to bring in players. They got to go find players. Maybe he can, maybe he can find some players. Uh, they have um, wasn't uh, was it Tiana Matthews? Sorry, uh, I'm trying to think of who the guy, who the player they signed from Florida State. They have, I think they drafted a player from Florida State. I don't know if Tanai Tana Alexander, I think, was from LSU. Tanai Alexander, yes. Was that? I thought it was LSU, but I could be wrong. Uh, Tori oh, Huster went, right. Tori Huster right, went yeah. to Florida State, too, so she played under him. So there's that. Okay. His, uh, he was the highest paid coach in college soccer at 450000 So if people were upset about Ben Olsen's contract before, uh, prepare to be also upset <laughs> probably about this contract. Uh, if, I were, yeah. if I were Chris Ward, I would not be concerned if because of, because of how the season has gone is out of his hands. But... Long term, I I don't know if I'd feel super comfortable having like one of the most successful college coaches of all time working upstairs <laughs> to starting to search for players. I I don't I'm not saying well, I'm not saying that's the case, but he 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 will have. It'll be interesting to see like you know 
what that dynamic looks like. Is he like, I'm holding up the whistle. I'm done. This is something new I'm trying. I, I think, I mean, he is, he is, I think he certainly is on the older side. You, you spent 20 years, 17, was it 17 years at one program? I, I don't think you're, I don't think you're worried for Chris Ward. I, I think. He couldn't I, have I done anything. Been, he could, been, he, he can't yeah, have done anything about it's this. It's been equal. It's been equally impressive, I guess. I, I think he has really sort of, in my mind, earned his, his coaching props because this team has come disastrously close to like getting points out of games. They should not be getting out of. They've been at least very close to getting a win. I think he's done everything right. This team has kept themselves. I think they're head above water, pick up points where they can uh, to set themselves up where all they need is just to, to find that fire that they had at the end of 2021. And this team is going to go on a run. So I, I, I'm not at all worried. I think Chris Ward, and he, he's also won an NWSL. He won a championship with professional for sure players. So that, that, I mean, I'm not saying that negates, you know, Final four appearances, three national titles, you know, it's certainly a, a storied career um, for the new GM uh, in college. But, I mean, I think that does carry maybe just a teensy-winsy bit more weight to go out and do it with professional I'm players, saying so. it's a, like a 1% worry. If I'm uh, not, not a yeah. hundred, not even, you know, five, but just like, if it was a, if it was a, a pencil pusher who had never coached, I'd be like, whatever. Anyway, I don't think, I, I think that's overall a good thing. This team has needed another pair of hands in this space. Mm-hmm. So, uh uh, good luck to competent him. pair of hands too. <laughs> good luck to him. Not that Ben Olsen was Ben Olsen was good, but uh, there there have been some. There were some uh, not not so good people kind of running the show. Yeah, the spirit. So so this and good that the players had a role in it. So because I certainly think this would have been you know potentially viewed uh, differently. So it's good the players had a, had a role in it and had to say in it. Yep, I think that this is. I think that this this is the guy you want. Maybe you wanted him probably the beginning of the year to have more of a plan for the summer. But uh, I, I am you know I'm confident. If they're talking already about looking, sort of looking at the window, I'm confident Michelle Kang putting the money behind this team to go out. I don't know what their salary cap situation is. Talk about MLS's uh, confusing sort of opaque roster rules. Uh, I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about what the salary cap situation is for them. So uh, you know, they need some actual professionals instead of maybe some like uh, rookie college players to get them through this 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 uh, grind here. Fingers crossed that the I don't know you know. We'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. I think that's going to do it for this episode of Kindred Spirits here on the Arc of podcast. We got one more game next week. Then we get a break from them. And we got all DC coverage coming up. Uh, games are going to be back for DC, so we get to cover them. That's either a good thing or a really horrible thing. We'll find <laughs> out in a few weeks. Oh, man. It's been kind of nice, actually, not to have to worry about DC games ruining my weekend. So Indeed. Um, hopefully, hopefully things come back. The team does have, I think, some... Um, at least one game in Chicago. They're, they've been pretty bad. So uh, hopefully they win that. Guys, thank you so, so much for listening. We will catch you guys uh, next week. Vamos. Vamos.